Hello, knowledge seekers. In this episode of 20 Minute Books, we delve into The Seven Principles for Making Marriage Work, a practical guide that offers insights and strategies for nurturing and strengthening marital bonds. Drawing from years of research, relationship studies, and in depth interviews, renowned psychology professor John M. Gottman, alongside journalist and best selling author Nan Silver, sets forth essential principles designed to address common challenges and enhance the foundations of a supportive and romantic partnership. Within these pages awaits a compendium of wisdom for those seeking to overcome obstacles that can deteriorate relationships. Each principle is a key change you can make to foster understanding, intimacy, and mutual respect. This isn't just a book. It's a blueprint for building a fulfilling and resilient marriage that can weather the storms of life. Whether you're a couple looking to deepen your connection, newlyweds aiming for a harmonious journey together, or someone navigating the rough seas of matrimonial discord, this episode is for you. Prepare to discover the tools and techniques that can transform your marriage into a wellspring of love and partnership. Join us as we articulate the key lessons from the seven principles for making marriage work, and reveal how to apply these principles in your life for a thriving, lasting union. Let's turn the page together and embark on a journey towards a happier, healthier marriage. The Seven Principles for Making Marriage Work a practical guide from the country's foremost relationship expert. Introduction. Unlocking the secrets to marital bliss. Think of the perfect marriage. You might be imagining romantic getaways, or maybe just a quiet evening with no arguments. While such moments are pretty to picture, the truth is that marriages are complex and can always use a bit of fine-tuning, regardless of how harmonious they seem. That's where John M. Gottman comes in. With years of couples' research under his belt, he has crafted a guide that delves into the common challenges of marital life and provides insightful solutions. This guide isn't just about big, sweeping change. It's about the everyday actions and decisions that can forge a stronger bond between partners. You'll embark on a journey into the heart of a successful marriage, learning not only the value of simple things, like the extra 10 minutes in bed can transform morning routines and consequently a relationship, but also navigating the complex dynamics with extended family members, such as your mother-in-law. By the time we've finished, you'll have a new appreciation for what might seem like mundane conversations. Believe it or not, these commonplace exchanges can be the glue that holds a marriage together, turning the ordinary into the extraordinary. So, let's explore these seven principles and discover how they can help turn your good marriage into a great one. Part 1. Mapping the Heart Know your partner's inner world. Imagine being the cartographer of your spouse's heart, charting out every cove and summit of their personal experiences and dreams. This is the essence of a love map. A comprehensive understanding of your partner's psychological world that is crucial for marital success. The more intricate and detailed this map, the stronger the foundation of your relationship. Consider the case of couples heading towards separation. It wasn't simply a failure to communicate that led them there. It was a lack of deep, 
personal knowledge. Their love maps were like atlases with pages torn out, incomplete and inadequate. You see, without investing the mental energy into memorializing the intimate details of your partner's life, your ability to love is compromised. Take Rory, the dedicated pediatrician whose life revolved around his work and who knew more about his patients than his own family. His story is a testament to neglect in building an emotional atlas at home. His love map was barren, devoid of personal landmarks and pathways that could connect him to his wife and children. And it's not just about consistency. Life is dynamic and love maps need to be updated. When Maggie became a mother, her internal landscape transformed dramatically, shifting her career aspirations to a new maternal focus. Her husband Ken, initially familiar with a different version of Maggie, needed to redraw his love map to understand and support her in this new role. To truly love is to know, to keep exploring and discovering the evolving geography of your partner's soul. Expanding your love map is an ongoing journey, one that requires attention to the changing terrain of your partner's hopes, fears, and dreams. It's about forging pathways that can weather shifts and turns, keeping your marital compass pointed to true north. Part 2. A Fading Flame or Enduring Embers Rescuing a Marriage with Fondness and Admiration When a marriage is teetering on the brink, one might wonder if it's destined for the cliffs or if it can be steered back to safe harbor. The existence of what's known as the fondness and admiration system serves as the beacon of hope. It's the mutual respect and appreciation that can shine light on a path to salvage your union. To determine if this system is still operational within a relationship, one must cast a retrospective glance. How a couple recounts the tapestry of their shared history can be incredibly telling. Emphatic and warm recollections of past moments, the sparks of early romance, the tender exchanges, are telltale signs that the embers of positivity are still glowing. An astonishing 96% of couples who view their marital odyssey with fondness and admiration are those who are likely to craft a future brimming with contentment. This was evident for our pediatrician friend Rory, who despite being embroiled in the demands of his profession, rekindled his appreciation for cherished memories with his partner. This pivotal reflection led Rory to reinvent his work-life balance and rekindle his home life, ensuring he was present for dinner every evening. The secret he discovered lies in the active cultivation of admiration a shield against the forces that draw partners apart. If honoring and respecting each other isn't part of your emotional repertoire, the path to marital success may be obscured. So, how can you tell if your relationship has a strong fondness and admiration system? Start by contemplating a few simple questions. Do I often hold my partner in positive regard, even when we're not together? Can I easily recount several attributes of my partner I genuinely admire? Does my partner's presence in a room make me feel uplifted? Affirmative responses to these queries are more than just pleasantries. They're the bricks and mortar securing the foundation of a robust marriage. If your responses resonate with truth, congratulations. Your fondness and admiration system is a well-constructed edifice in the architecture of your relationship. Part 3. 
the power of the everyday, turning toward each other in marriage. Believe it or not, the most meaningful moments in marriage often unfold in the small, seemingly insignificant chatter of day-to-day life. These conversations, as ordinary as they may look on the surface, are actually the threads that weave the fabric of your relationship. Picture this. Your partner is throwing you a lifeline, a bid for your attention or a moment of your time. When you seize that opportunity, when you turn toward them, you're doing more than just listening. You're nurturing the love and romance that thrives on the recognition of mutual importance. Imagine the scenario. Your partner wakes from a nightmare and reaches out to you in the early morning rush. By offering just a moment of empathy before dashing off to work, you're saying, you matter, rather than sidelining their emotional needs with a hurried, I'm too busy. In doing so, you're infusing romance into the seemingly mundane cycle of daily existence. Turning toward each other is an art, one that appreciates the profound impact these small exchanges have on the health of your marriage. It's a conscious choice to honor the significance of routine dialogues, to realize that sliding your partner's emotional bids might be more a reflex of distraction than a deliberate dismissal. Consider the simple act of a morning call checking in on how a meeting went. This gesture, even if it becomes routine, should never become invisible. It's our prerogative to recognize and cherish these attentions, acknowledging the thoughtfulness behind them. You can choose to turn towards your partner in every conversation, whether it's a discussion on the day's agenda or sharing a random thought. Embrace these opportunities and consider them not as idle talk, but as cherished verbal dances that reinforce your bond. So next time you find yourself in casual banter with your spouse, remember, these moments are the building blocks of a lifelong love story. Part 4. The Dance of Respect embracing your partner's influence. Equality and fairness aren't just social ideals. They're foundational pillars within a marriage. When it comes to decision-making, it's the weight given to each other's opinions and the readiness to be influenced that can often spell the difference between discord and harmony. Take gender dynamics, for instance. If husbands fail to honor and respect their wives' input, it can set the stage for conflict escalation feeding into deeper gender tensions. Interestingly, while wives can become irritated with their husbands, they often try to temper the negativity rather than let it balloon. Husbands, however, have a tendency to respond in ways that not only fail to de-escalate an argument, but actually fuel it further. Consider the scenario where a wife brings up a concern, a husband's disregard or defensive retort only fans the flames of contention, underscoring a lack of concern for his partner's perspective. This reactionary patterning not only aggravates a small disagreement, but unwittingly plants seeds of resentment. Research underscores this dynamic, demonstrating that marriages where husbands genuinely consider their wives' view tend to be happier and more resilient. Statistical evidence from the author's lengthy study of 130 couples reveals a striking number there's an 81% likelihood that a marriage will crumble if a man staunchly refuses to accommodate his partner's influence. Jack's story exemplifies the positive outcomes of joint decision-making. Despite peer pressure to dismiss his wife's caution about a car purchase, 
he stood by their agreement to get a mechanic's assessment. That decision, directly influenced by his wife's advice, saved them both from a poor investment. This is the beauty of partnership, a give and take that is not merely transactional but deeply rooted in mutual respect. In acknowledging your partner's impact on choices, big or small, you're reinforcing the fabric of your relationship, stitch by respectful stitch. Part 5. Navigating the Tides. Understanding Marital Conflicts. Every marriage navigates through stormy waters from time to time, and conflicts are part and parcel of the shared journey. However, recognizing that not all marital problems are created equal can be your compass in steering through the tempest. Marital challenges fall into two categories, solvable and perpetual. Solvable problems are typically minor, yet if not addressed properly, can unleash a disproportionate avalanche of tension and dismay. Solving these issues might be as straightforward as changing the approach to communication, initiating discussions with composure, staying vigilant against emotional hijacks, and observing nonverbal cues can disarm conflicts. It's about recognizing when your partner is overwhelmed and choosing dialogue over discord. Consider Rachel and Jason. Their morning routine is the battleground. She feels he drives recklessly. He counters, it's because she spends an eternity getting ready. But upon unfurling their dispute, it's evident that waking up just 10 minutes earlier could dispatch this solvable problem into the annals of history. But as many as 69% of marital problems are perpetual, recurring so often they seem woven into the fabric of the relationship, these enduring issues shouldn't be mistaken for signs of a doomed partnership. Instead, they demand acknowledgement and continuous discussion, a ritual of returning to the table to understand and manage conflicts as an inseparable aspect of your marriage. Some perpetual issues may cast long shadows, such as Tony and Jessica's religious differences, but even heavy dilemmas have their workarounds. They tackle theirs with levity and respect, an affirmation that their love eclipses their spiritual divergences. Whether faced with a problem that's solvable with a tweak in routine or with a perpetual conundrum without a clear resolution, the key lies in how couples choose to engage with these trials. It's the grace and humor with which you navigate these waters that can define the resilience and joy in your marital voyage. Part 6. Beyond the Impasse, Transforming Gridlocked Problems In marriage, there are times when you hit an impasse, feeling ensnared in an unresolvable issue that plays on repeat like a scratched record. This is gridlock, the frustrating sense of being stuck in conflict with no exit in sight. Yet, the goal here is not to magically dissolve the problem, but to shift from deadlock to dialogue. It's about keeping the lines of communication open, even when a solution seems elusive. Delve into the heart of the conflict to discern its true roots, rather than simply casting blame or shouldering resentment. If you find yourself pointing a finger at your partner's wrongdoing or labeling demands as unreasonable, stop for a moment. Recognize your role in the discord and consider the possibility that there's more beneath the surface. Take Laura's exasperation with Mike's untidiness, which left her weary from constant cleaning. It was only when she chose to talk about it that the misunderstanding surfaced. Mike was oblivious to the mess he left and, in turn, to the labor it created for Laura. 
With a newfound awareness from their conversation, the gridlock was broken. Often gridlock mirrors deeper aspirations within your marriage that have been neglected or overlooked by your partner. It could reflect unmet desires, whether they pertain to professional achievements or personal fulfillment. An essential step is for both partners to acknowledge and honor these dreams as integral threads of each other's being. Consider John and Amy. Their repeated argument about Sunday dinners isn't just about food preferences. It symbolizes their individual conceptions of feeling cherished. John yearns for the homely comfort reminiscent of his childhood, while Amy seeks the specialness associated with dining out. By understanding and valuing each other's underlying desires, they can alternate plans, thereby turning gridlock into gracious compromise. Embracing dialogue over deadlock helps in accepting that while some problems might not vanish, they can be managed with empathy, respect, and an open heart, a testament to the transformative power of continuous, caring communication. Part 7. Creating a Tapestry of Shared Meaning in Marriage The adage may tell us that birds of a feather flock together, but in marriage, you don't necessarily need to see eye to eye on everything to cultivate a lasting union. In the dance of intimacy, it's not uniformity that counts, but rather the sharing of life's intricacies and the pursuit of a shared sense of purpose, even amid differing perspectives. The spiritual dimension of a relationship is woven from the threads of shared meaning. Harmonious coexistence thrives on a deep understanding of each other's principles and life visions. This doesn't come automatically especially in modern relationships where independence is often the watchword and sometimes vital conversations about values and dreams are overlooked. Let's consider Kevin and Helen, a couple committed to their personal freedom and separate pursuits. The alarm sounded when Helen felt an emotional chasm between them. There was no shared heartbeat to their partnership. It was only when they sat down, exchanged stories of upbringing and values, that they stitch together a more emotionally connected patchwork of their lives. It's not essential to mirror each other in aspiration to establish a robust marriage, yet the richer the common ground, the more fruitful the relationship becomes. It's about finding those intersections of meaning that resonate with both partners. Equally important is the consensus on the roles each partner inhabits within the marriage. Our identities, the self-conception of the roles we hope to fill, are deeply personal, yet it's critical that these align with our partner's expectations too. Ian and Hilary, for example, found their harmony in traditional roles, he as the provider, she as the nurturer. Chloe and Evan, conversely, desired a partnership of equals, sharing both emotional support and financial responsibilities. These couples illustrate that it's not the nature of the roles themselves, but the mutual agreement and embrace of them that underpins a satisfying and enduring relationship. In the end, marriage is less about being identical co-pilots and more about crafting a shared journey, navigating through diverse landscapes, each contributing to a rich and meaningful common destination. Part eight, reading the signs. The warning signals that spell marital trouble. You've probably seen it before. A couple you know, maybe even close friends, and you can't help but feel something's amiss in their marriage. You might not be able to place your finger on it, but there are certain signals that can suggest a partnership is spiraling towards difficulty. 
the author identifies four major red flags he poetically dubs as the four horsemen of the apocalypse, criticism, contempt, defensiveness, and stonewalling. Their arrival on the scene is often ominous, heralding a union under siege. Let's start with the forerunner, criticism. It sneaks in with the everyday grievances that are natural in any relationship. Think of those moments when a partner forgets to complete a task or misses an important date. In a healthy dynamic, these are passing complaints. But when criticism enters the picture, these points of contention become character assassinations. A complaint about forgetting the trash morphs into a sweeping judgment of laziness. And that's when you know there's trouble brewing. From the seeds of criticism often blooms the more damaging weed of contempt. This is disdain made manifest, a sarcasm-drenched assault on a partner's sense of self, cutting deep and setting the stage for a counterattack. It's the kind of scorn that leaves scars, and once contempt becomes the communication norm. The marriage is teetering on a precipice. Next enters defensiveness, a natural reaction to the withering barbs of contempt. It's a shield raised in haste, the impulse to justify one's actions and deflect blame. But like any hasty defense, it's full of holes and seldom effective at de-escalating the tension, instead leading to further entrenched positions of mutual disdain. The final harbinger is stonewalling. At this point, one partner has weathered enough criticism and contempt that withdrawal seems the only option. Conversations devolve into monosyllabic utterances or worse, empty silence. The stonewaller retreats behind an emotional barricade, leaving their partner's grievances unheard and unaddressed. These four ominous signals are the storm clouds in a marriage's horizon. Recognizing them is the first step towards addressing underlying issues before they become severe enough to bring down the house of shared life you've built. Keep an eye out for these horsemen. Each one's arrival is a clarion call to action, a chance to steer clear from the path to divorce. Part 9. Common Hurdles with Family Ties and Growing Families and How to Leap Over Them While every marriage is a distinct blend of personalities and shared history, certain universal challenges test many unions. Interestingly, two of the most common and solvable. Obstacles involve the family we choose and the family we create. In-laws and children. Many a joke has been made about in-laws, but the reality can be no laughing matter when the pull between a person's family of origin and their new family creates tension. It's a classic battleground. In-laws vying for influence and presence, particularly around pivotal life events like births or decisions on living situations. A crucial strategy here is for spouses to present a united front. It's upon the son or daughter to kindly, yet firmly, reinforce the notion that they're now part of a new unit and that their spouse and their shared decisions take precedence. Take David's response to his mother's well-intentioned but intrusive cooking gesture, which clashed with his and his wife Janie's dinner plans. His choice to honor the reservation was a clear statement that Janie is his foremost consideration and that his mother's expectations must align with this new reality. The whirlwind that accompanies a new baby can jostle even the most stable relationships. Motherhood, in particular, represents a profound shift for women, often deepening their capacity for love and altering their sense of identity. This, 
coupled with newfound protective instincts, can inadvertently create a divide between mother and father, as seen in the case of Lucy and John. Lucy's micromanaging led to John feeling sidelined, a scenario all too familiar in many homes. The remedy? Mothers should understand that fathers also have a right to forge their unique bond with the child. Embracing the idea that a variety of parenting approaches is not only acceptable but enriching can allow both parents to engage fully and confidently with their little one. These particular marital challenges might be commonplace, but they're not insurmountable. With empathy, clear communication, and a shared commitment to navigate these waters as a team, couples can certainly find their stride together, creating a stronger bond in the process. Final summary. In exploring the intricate tapestry of marriage, we uncover a comforting truth. Enduring harmonious unions are more than just a fairy tale. They are attainable through mindful consideration, regular reflection, and a commitment to constructive interaction with our significant other. It begins with the internal, our perceptions, reactions, and the mental space reserved for our partner's world. Fostering a deep understanding of their dreams, fears, and aspirations is foundational. As we navigate through life's daily rhythms, the seemingly trivial conversations, the bids for attention, and even the recurring conflicts provide opportunities to affirm our bond. It's this array of deliberate, positive behaviors and an openness to embrace each other's influence that steer a relationship towards long-term contentment. By recognizing the duality of problems, those that are solvable and those perpetual in nature, we can engage in meaningful dialogue rather than deadlock, deepening our connection. Emphasizing shared values and honoring individual and collective dreams crafts shared meaning, which cements the partnership further. In doing so, we take steps towards a marriage that isn't just about enduring the passage of time, but is enriched by each moment spent in tandem. Remember, the strength of a marriage doesn't lie solely in avoiding disagreements, but in how you choose to address them, always turning towards each other rather than away. This is the essence of a thriving marriage, a dance of intimacy, empathy, and unwavering mutual support. Thank you for joining me today on this journey of learning and discovery as we explored the insights of another thought-provoking book in our growing library of knowledge. If you've enjoyed our time together, please take a moment to follow our podcast, give us a five-star rating, and share 20-minute books with other knowledge seekers. Your support truly means a lot. Don't forget to join me again in the next episode, where we will delve into another enriching book. Until then. Happy reading and happy listening.